Nebraska on Tap, the source for everything educational and informational about groundwater in agriculture. If you are an ag producer or a citizen of Nebraska, this show is made for you by the Middle Republican Natural Resource District. Now it's time for our weekly show, hosted by Heather Disming. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's edition of Nebraska on Tap. So this week we are going to talk to Sarah Brock Contreras, who is from the Daughtry Water for Food Institute, which is part of the Nebraska Water Center in Lincoln. She does a program called Know Your Well. It's a program for high school students who want to know a little bit about the water and to maybe take on some general knowledge about it if they don't want to get into water in the future. And what the Nebraska Water Center is, it was established by Congress in 1964 is one of 54 water research institutes nationwide. So it focuses on helping the University of Nebraska become an international leader in water research, teaching extension and outreach by facilitating programs that will result in NU becoming a premier institution on the study of agricultural and domestic water use. So the Nebraska Water Center helps arrange research addressing water problems, or water understanding, helps new water researchers and engineers. It publishes research results to water professionals and the public. And it's part of the Robert B. Daughtry Water for Food Institute, which is part of NU's Institute of Agricultural and Natural Resources. The NU Water Sciences Laboratory was established in 1990. Its highly trained faculty and staff use the latest instruments for measuring chemicals in the water and also specializing in trace organics. Um, the financial support for the Nebraska Water Center and its laboratories comes from a combination of state, local, and federal funding, as well as through partnerships with NGOs and other industry members. Some of the research areas are impacts of climate and weather on water resources, understanding and protecting water quality, groundwater, surface water interactions, improving water efficiency and crop production, drinking water and wastewater, quality and management, ecosystems, ecology and adaptive management, economic impacts of water management decisions, and human dimensions of water use. And then some examples of water research are underground wireless sensor networks to measure soil moisture to reduce irrigation frequency, simple and extensive processes to treat groundwater contaminated with TCE, mitigating effects and reducing uses of pesticide, pharmaceuticals, and livestock supplements to improve surface and groundwater quality, um, investigating the degree of connection between the Platte River and nearby groundwater. They have cutting-edge research methods and remote sensing to detect and monitor lake water quality, including toxic algae blooms. Investigate the occurrence and distribution and vulnerability and mitigation of small community water supplies related to groundwater, uranium, and arsenic issues. They've improved groundwater management through qualification of evapotranspiration and irrigation efficiency studies such as subsurface drip irrigation and use of decision support tools. So anything water clearly comes out of the Nebraska Water Center. So I was able to meet Sarah at the water conference that was held in Omaha. Let's get into that interview that I had with her about her program called Know Your Well that she is in charge of. So 
So my name is Sarah Brat Contreras. Um, I just got married this summer, so I'm still getting used to my new last name. I am a second year PhD student at uh, University of Nebraska-Lincoln under uh, the advisement of Dr. Daniel Snow with the Nebraska Water Center. My research is focused on citizen science and impacts on water quality, um, and that kind of ties into the Know Your Well project, that which really is kind of a passion project of my advisor and something I've been working towards. It kind of feels like my whole life, except I didn't know it. Before I started my uh, grad school journey, I was with the Groundwater Foundation, which is a nonprofit that did groundwater education. And then with the National Groundwater Association's nonprofit in order to reach more people and impact more classrooms. And so I was with them for about five years doing groundwater education and outreach for, you know, people as young as, you know, first, second, third grade, and then also seasoned groundwater industry professionals and scientists. So I've been, I feel like I'm doing, I've been doing this for a while mm -hmm. and I love it. Yeah, <laughs> clearly. I get to work with a lot of people and I feel like every time I go out, to a classroom or to a conference or to just to have a conversation with somebody, I learn something new, which is great for me. And then I hope that I bring something to those classroom experiences or meetings and them take something new home. Yeah, I mean, that's how you and I met. I didn't know about your program until I met you at the water conference in Omaha. So it was a great, a great connection there. And, you know, it's amazing to see how fate kind of found you with the Know Your Well program after you had spent other time doing other things with other water, you know, conservatories. So that's really great. And your professor that is um, started this was about 2016 for the starting point of this program, right? Yeah, so the program started in 2016. I think that's when they got their initial funding from NET. Um, and then Christopher Olson, who was a master's student at the time, is the graduate student that started the project. And so he personally went out to like 20 schools during his like two, two and a half years doing his degree. And he really was the pioneer of the program and introducing really actionable chemistry and uh, water testing opportunities and curriculum into the classroom. So he did a, a lot of great work. And then in 2019, they were awarded another NET grant or for a kind of subset, a specialized subset of the program mm -hmm. focused in the Brazil groundwater management area. And so instead of, as Christopher had been doing, going out to schools all across the state, this was going to be a longitudinal program for a couple of years, specifically with four to five schools in the Brazil area. And where is that and at? That is, that is around Norfolk. Okay. It involves four, it's a really cool area it's a groundwater management area that is funded by 
uh, federal 319 funding, okay. the first in the country to receive 319 funding for groundwater specific management purposes. Um, it involves, it's a huge collaboration involving four NRDs and nine counties. Mm -hmm. And it's just a really interesting area. They have high nitrates in that area. And the goal is to have everybody work together to make small changes to make a bigger change. And so using the schools in that area, there's a longitudinal study. Obviously, the 2020 pandemic got in the way yes. and um, we didn't get as much sampling from that as we would have liked. We did get a lot of really great schools involved in 2022-ish. Mm -hmm. Yes. July 2022, we received a third phase of NET funding. And, and along the way, we've been supported by the NRDs who have provided in-kind or cash match donations. Um, and USGS 104B grants. So like, we've, we have a lot of really great sources. People want to support this program. People like kids, people like water. It's kind of a win-win. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, the, the kind of major starting point for phase three, which is the current phase that we're in, is uh, was an NET grant that started in July of 2022. And that was to really build a new mobile app for data collection to reach even more schools um, and then also to establish the program as a regular part of a school's curriculum. So before Christopher had kind of gone out to a school, they had done the program in a year. And then depending if the teacher wanted to do it again, they would, the teacher would reach out and say, hey, I wanna do this again. Otherwise, Christopher would find new schools so that he could reach more of the state and get a better look at the domestic well water quality across the state. Something yep. that the program is focused on now is reaching schools and maintaining this program as a part of their curriculum. And so we also received EPA funding to, to formalize a curriculum according to the Nebraska State Science Standards and test it and then make it available so any teacher not just the ones that I contact or not just the ones that the NRD people know can find this program, can stumble upon it and reach out and get started. Because you guys have worked with 28 school districts so far, right? I believe that's right. That might be a slightly outdated number. Okay. As of probably this fall. This fall, I think I added two more school districts around the lower flat south NRD. Well, that's really nice that more and more schools are tagging on to this because you guys test for nitrates, metals, pesticides, and chloroform bacteria. And then getting well samples is not just like turn it on, put it under, and that's that, right? It takes a lot more work. Right. So we focus, the focus of the program, because there's a lot of great programs out there to test water. So Know Your Well is focused on domestic well water quality, specifically before point of use systems. So before it gets into the house, before it reaches any kind of treatment, we wanna know when it's coming up out of the ground, what does it look like? And so we 
provide all the supplies that the students will need. We, we go out there with the students, um, train them how to take water samples. It's not that complicated, but it's a step above turn on a hose and stick a bottle under. We kind of teach them about uh, engineering principles as well. So, you know, well construction, how might that impact water quality? So it's, yeah, a little bit more goes into it than collect yeah. a bottle of water. Mm -hmm. And then what are some of the things that the students learn with this hands-on activity from the Know Your Well program? You know, I think the biggest takeaway, personally, I'm a water person. And so I'm like, look at all this cool water and where it comes from and how it moves. Um, and I'm not the biggest chemistry person, but I feel the biggest takeaways actually do come from the chemistry lab portion of the program. So the students take their samples they do send samples back to the water sciences lab for professional laboratory testing, but then they also run a few parameters within their classroom with some kits that we uh, provide for them. And they can get immediate results um, cool. about the quality of that water. And the results from the water sciences lab might take a couple months because of just sample possession and how long laboratory methods can take. So they immediately see these results from their lab portion. In a couple months, they see the results from the professional laboratory methods, the water sciences lab, and they compare them. And they're actually finding that the commercial kits are a really good screening tool for the water and if something is indicated in the commercial kit if high nitrates appear in the commercial kit it's a relatively accurate matchup to what is produced from the professional lab method so we then encourage them to take those results and research what they mean and we give them a lot of resources um, some little infographics we've made ourselves, as well as uh, links and videos to educational resources about what the presence of certain compounds mean in water. Mm -hmm. And then we ask them to evaluate the health of their water. So taking a step beyond the numbers. Um, I had a group of kids present at the 2023 Nebraska Environmental Education Conference and they presented their nitrate results. This was from a, a classroom just outside of the Brazil groundwater management area. And they had very high nitrates. So the EPA maximum contaminant level for nitrates in water, nitrate N in water, is 10 milligrams per liter or 10 parts per million. And they found results that were over 30, which wow. is unfortunately like not unexpected in that region. That's That's been a really huge takeaway is them applying the numbers that they see and just really learning that science is not an island. Science is a multidisciplinary thing that can be applied towards whatever passion project they have. That was, that's been 
very encouraging for me to hear that even though these kids might not have career goals in hydrology or water well construction, that even if they want to be a dentist, as one kid did, they can still see how it applies to their lives. Right. And having those high nitrates in them, actually physically seeing that, you know, they can see straight through the water, but when they test it, the water says something a little different from something that they can't see. You know, that is a huge eye opener. And knowing that, you know, that water is coming into their body is probably a little bit of a shocker too. There is some state funding, SRF funding that is available for people who are looking to put in reverse osmosis systems or some kind of treatment system um, if they have high levels of, you know, a concerning contaminant. I've heard that that process is kind of challenging and not intuitive and that there also isn't a ton of help going through the application process. And so something that we encourage our students to do is we reach out through NRDs. So the program tries to really put forward the relationships that the NRDs and extension offices might have with their schools and, you know, move beyond the program. Know Your Well is great for what it is, but what's more important, what's longer lasting is gonna be who in your community has the funding to help you, has the funding to provide advice um, who is trust, a trusted source in your community for advice on what to do next. So we really want to work through those trusted relationships. Yeah. And here at RNRD, um, you know, we're a little far, farther away from you, but we also have nitrate samples that you can go get out of your own well, and then you can bring them back to us on ice, and then we'll take them down to the laboratory to uh, be analyzed. But, you know, as you were talking about earlier, you do, you know, want to run it for what, like five gallons, I think, and then fill it just to make sure you're getting everything out of the the pipes and actually getting the ground water, right? Yeah, we don't want to test what's growing in the pipes that I'm sure is interesting, but is not what we're looking for <laughs> outside of the scope of the project. Yeah, so I mean, so I think it's great uh, what you're doing. I'm so glad that you have hooked up with a couple extra school districts to make sure that all these little young scientists understand what's going on and they get that hands-on experience. And I just think it's great what you're doing here. And then a couple of resource districts that you've worked with hand in hand have been Papio and then, of course, up there and yep, lower Elkhorn, uh, that Brazil groundwater management area. I've worked with at least one NRD person from all of that. So that's Lewis and Clark. Uh, there's the upper, upper Elkhorn, Elkhorn. Uh-huh, and then there's lower Platte South, um, and, and then lower the, Niobrara. Yep, and the lower Niobrara. Yes, with um, Central Platte NRD as well. They've been a mm-hmm. huge supporter. Um, upper Niobrara White. We've had two schools going for a long time up there, thanks to Shadron State College and Upper Niobrara White support. Yeah, we're just, we're enthusiastic about the program. So we're just happy when we can find other people who are also enthusiastic about the program. Yeah, and like I said, it was so great to um, connect with you a couple months ago. So I definitely look forward to having you down here in the Middle Republican, hopefully. Uh, But right now you're out sampling currently, correct? Yes, we've got a couple of active sampling projects going around in Lower Elkhorn and 
Lower Platte South and kind of Nemaha. We have got a school that's on the border. So we're doing some stuff there. And yeah, we have kind of tentative plans to reach out to more schools this coming spring semester. So very exciting. Yeah, well, thank you so much for letting us know a little bit more about the Know Your Well program, Sarah, and I look forward to talking with you again, hopefully in person. That sounds great. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right, just one more time. The NRD does offer free nitrate testing for all the wells to residents within the district. So just look at your local district to figure out which one you are in and where you can get your nitrate sample testing kit. So it just comes as a jar with a lid. And then remember to run your water for at least five minutes and then take that sample. Then you can bring it back to your local NRD. They will take it to a laboratory where they would test it. And then they will let you know what the results are. So then if you have any issues, you can always come back to the NRD and they can help you figure out what's going on or if there's no issues and that just gives you that great peace of mind to know that nothing is going on and you are in the clear. So again, remember to like and subscribe us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or you can go to our website www.nebraskaontap.com to figure out our newest episode and to find other information there. Again, thanks to everybody for tuning in today. I hope you found this episode to be very enlightening for you. And we will find you again next week. So have a great one. Bye-bye.